Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, inexperienced adventurers, sarcastic death knights, optimistic hunters, shy mages, warriors with culinary skills, charismatic priests, and insecure thieves with good intentions. Listen to this question. Episode 220, The Secret Power of Being Inexperienced. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Spirekin Manga Review, some podcasts and vain reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Yes, we are back for another fun-filled episode of this wonderful podcast. Now, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spirekin, as I said, is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. Every episode, I talk about one to two manga titles, movie titles, game titles, video games, comics, whatever, and I tell you about it. The pros and cons, if it's worth investing your time in, or you should avoid it like the plague. You don't have to agree with anything we say, but we're a little bit entertaining, and we've been around for almost 10 years. So, if you want to check out our actual really good views, you can check them out at www.spirekin.com. We're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on Tumblr, we're on a lot of other social media sites, including Facebook and Twitter. And if you have any questions or comments, you can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com, S-P-R-A-K-E-N. Now let's get on with the review, shall we? Because if you remember from the last episode of the Spirekin Manga Review, episode 219, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga, and it dictated unto me that I'd be reviewing a manga that is an adaptation of a light novel written by Ao Jumonji back in the far back year of 2013, which had 11 volumes, and it is a Seven Seas Entertainment's property, so it was brought over here. But the manga was adapted by Mitsumi Okubashi for Square Enix Comics, but we have it over here by Yen Press. It is a shonen series that came out from April 2015 to June 2016, but we got it over here recently. It is There are three manga volumes, so they don't cover a lot of the series. There's also anime adaptation and an OVA, and the series is a fantasy series and what am i talking about i'm talking about grimgar of fantasy and ash or hi to genzo no grimgar now this series like so many other fantasy series of late is about characters who awaken in a mysterious magical world and they are forced to take on the personification of essentially your standard 
adventure party. Everyone joins in, they're assigned a role, and they have to live with it. Now, unlike series like Dot Hack, like Sword Art Online, these characters in this series are not the OP, amazing, great characters that you'd expect. Our main character, Hiro is unsure of himself. He's very shy. He's very in, has a big inferiority complex. And he idolizes their team leader because they're a bunch of misfits. <coughs> but I'm getting a little ahead of myself. So, our main characters wake up in this tower called Altana Tower in the essentially like the provenance of Ortana in the magical world of Grimgar. They have no memory of how they got there, and there are 12 of them. They're wearing modern clothes, but again, they can't remember anything except their names. They make statements like, hey, this is like a video game, but wait, what's a video gamer? I don't have my cell phone on me. What's a cell phone? So it's very unusual. You don't know if they were they were they died in this is heaven or if they're sucked to do a video game you don't really know it doesn't really matter after a while but what does occur is that these 12 individuals are walked out and they are met by this young perky lady who brings them to Brittany Brittany is this alternative lifestyle gentleman who is in charge of the red moon voluntary soldier brigade the, and he explains to these 12 individuals here's the deal if you want to survive in Grimgar, you have to join the Voluntary Soldier Brigade. If you join, we'll give you 10 silver pieces, and then you get a job, you get into a group, and then you fight monsters and you do things. That is what you do. If you don't want to join the brigade, that's fine. However, you're going to starve. There's no other jobs available to you. Which is kind of messed up because think about it. What happens if you're an artisan? What happens if you're a cook? You could probably find another job doing that, but that's not how this works because... I'm pretty sure this is in a video game. So, this one very um, alpha male-esque guy named Renji shows up, takes the money. He's the essentially chooses the best people possible. He says, we're getting out of here. The main character, Hiro, doesn't know what to do. He's like, oh my god, Renji's leaving. What am I going to do? And he really has been keeping to himself. There's one guy he met that was really awesome, and that's Monato. And Mato walked away, and he's like, oh no, Mato walked away, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And all that's left are these five individuals, besides Haruhiro. There's Ranta, Yumi, Shihoru, and Magozu, and they don't know what to do. They're like, uh, what are we going to do? He's like, well, let me see if I could find, I'll talk to someone and see what's going on. Like, okay, okay, cool. Cool, Haruhiro, you do it. And he gets kind of thrust into leadership roles, but he doesn't know what to do. He's walking around, and he's wearing modern clothes, and everyone else is wearing fancy clothes in this world. And he immediately gets accosted by these two, well, you could say they're bandits, who say, give us all your money. And they're going to mug him until Monato shows up and saves the day. And he's like, I need, I was looking for you guys. Uh, I wanted to start a party with you. Why he wanted to, we don't know. But he eventually becomes the leader of this group. And all of them end up, decide they're going to join a respective guild and get their own job. So they have their bag of silver, they're going to go start their own thing. And Hiro ends up becoming the thief of the group. Ranta, instead of becoming a warrior like they thought, ends up becoming a dark knight, which, sorry, death knight. Magozo becomes a warrior. Shohoru becomes their mage, a dash mage, who uses like shadow and dash magic. Yumi becomes a hunter, and Monato becomes their priest 
and they begin to start to exist. And Brittany warned them beforehand that they need to hunt because they can't survive without money in this world. The money they have, the ten silver pieces, will last them only so long. The guild costs each one of them eight silver pieces, so they had two left. You break that down to 100 coppers each. You have 300 coppers, five a day. You have about two weeks worth of food and lodging. After that, they'll be on the street and they'll die. And they're trying their best to survive in this world. And it is unlike most games. They are terrible at this. They're not great at it. They struggle to beat up one goblin. Eventually, it gets to the point where they realize that this is kill or be killed, this world. And in a very, not hysterical, but it's actually kind of disturbing fashion, they had to fight this goblin and try to beat him. And they actually end up beating this one goblin. And that gets them one silver piece. So they divided it by six. And then they keep going and they start getting better slowly. That's one thing I like about the series, that you see them progressively get stronger. But there are setbacks because eventually they start getting a little full of themselves and they think okay we could do two three goblins oh look there's this new goblin he's wearing shiny armor i think we could take him yeah we could take him and it turns out that it's a trap so while they go to fight this new goblin monito gets injured and dies so now the team is without their leader and the last thing he says is that our hero take over for me and now it is Harhiro, the unsure thief, who's in charge of this group, where he's been constantly like, I don't know what to do. What would Monito do? What would Monito do? And he's very reliant on Monito for the most part. Now he has to deal with and lead this group. And you see him develop as a character in this series. Now, the manga only covers three volumes, and this covers up to the avenging of Monito's death. Does not go any further than that. You get the introduction of a new character a new priest who shows up named Mary, who is very different than uh, Monito was. But you see the dynamic between these characters, and it is very character-driven. The other thing is, this is a very beautiful series, but it's a very slow series. Unlike so many other fantasy series I've read, this is not fast-paced, this is not kill a monster, raid the dungeon, find something new, kill a monster, raid the dungeon, find something new. This is, let's follow these characters as they progress slowly they don't they make mistakes this is we're following through their eyes and how it goes it's very contemplative it's not hurried but it works it's more of a character study than an adventure series but the adventure series works so well especially when it does when it hits the action the action is great but also there's that tension you have the tension of when they're fighting a monster obviously overpowered them what are they going to do what's going to happen or the scenes where they're just taking their time. It it fits. It helps you get to learn more about these characters. And you sympathize with Haruhiro's plight in this situation. You see where he's going, how he analyzes all the characters and he understands each one of them. How his relationship with Ranta is very different than his relationship with Magozo. Or Yumi and Chihiro's relationship is very different than their relationship in general. But I'll have to say, the series is pretty good. If you aren't someone who is not into action series, 
you might like this a little more than someone who's very diehard into the standard shonen action fighting series. This thing a little different, a little off the wall, but I really do recommend it. Now, out of the art style is great. The characters are well done. The only issue I have is you only get three volumes. That only covers the first volume of the light novel series. The light novels have been released. There are 11 of them. Six have been released in the U.S. And they're all a lot better. And it goes further than the anime series, which was released last year. And the anime series, same issue. It is very contemplative. There are entire episodes where nothing happens except they're resting, they're relaxing, they're dealing with emotional problems, they're just trying to get enough stamina or get enough intelligence to fight monsters or find out where to go. Or how to... <coughs> so I got a little tickle in my throat. <coughs> how to survive in the world of Grimgar. And for that reason, the fact that you don't get any more of the series of the light novels... That knocks it down a peg. <coughs> from a really, really, really fucking cool to a bar from a friend and don't return a less offered Pocky because it is a very good series. It's a fun series. But, I gotta say, it'd be a lot better if we got more of the series instead of just three volumes. If we had 20 volumes, this is the same problem I've had with some other series as of late. It seems fantasy series are just kind of have been really just putting only a section of the original source material then saying, nah, you'll be fine with only that much. Don't worry about it. And you're like, we want more. Like, Bacchano was like that for the anime series. I wanted more Bacchano. There's 20 volumes, but hey, we're only going to give you one TV series. <coughs> Sorry, I'm trying to fight this cough so much. I don't know what. I hope I'm not getting a cold. September. Anyway, I digress. So, with that in mind, I guess that part, well, like I said, all I can say is it is going to be a bar from Fred Dort, turn to less over Pocky. If you disagree with me, email me or comment down below. Let me know why you think differently. Now, let's get to that part you've all been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, the Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga accepts a substitute. What is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on. What we're going to do is we're going to spin that one, that only the Wheel of Manga. Whenever a number it lands on, that's what we're reviewing in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 221. With that in mind, let's spin and see, because we have some great titles up. we got some screwed up titles, but we're going to spin and see what we're going to review. Number six. Ooh, awesome. So, for the next episode of the Sparkin Manga Review, we're going to be reviewing a manga that is the origin of all yokai in current anime series and fashion. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that great nostalgic series by Shigeru Mizuki. Ge. 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 No ge. Yes. Ge. 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 No Ketaro. So, can't wait to check that out in the next episode. Uh, anyway, I guess that's it. I'll catch you guys next time. And this is your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, and I am Gonsville. See you next time.
隣。